0: The Next Generation Podcast. Your hosts, are Waza and Dan.
1: Well, there you go, Dan. There's a new intro, mate. Do you like it? Oh, yeah, you can hear it because you haven't got the headphones on, mate. So, anyway, it's good. Uh, we're going to welcome tonight, Go Footy, we're going to welcome Chad
0: and Ollie. How G'day, you? guys. How you doing? G'day, guys. Great to be here. Yeah, and good to have you here. Another an- amalgamation. And um, I don't know about you, but I want to throw something straight off the top. Ollie, you predicted pre-season... 8 debutants this year oh, We're almost there I don't want to talk the king down He <laughs> shut that down straight away Myself <laughs> I agreed but the, even I talked it down we're almost there already. And we mate. are almost there. And do you know what They're even we could
2: surpass eight, actually. I, you know, we've still got we haven't even seen our top two draft picks. We no. haven't seen like the likes of a Frankie Watson. So it
0: could even be more. And I think there's three we, I think there's three that could possibly come in.
2: Also, maybe a Hamish Brayshaw, I haven't seen him. All I'm gonna
1: say is I did not shut it down. Four. I said if we have eight debutants we're in trouble. But I'm willing to take it back, and if we and it, I'm can
3: a still a firm believer. If we didn't cop that many injuries, we probably wouldn't have seen that many. All these kids come in and do Gaffey's two or three games. Get about, you know, people. But are... let's
2: not pump his <laughs> tyres up too much.
3: <laughs> <laughs> where did you say we were going to finish yeah, this year?
2: About here? two behind where you ah, said. I think, yeah, so right. we're both uh, I'll, I'll pleasantly surprised. A of
1: pegs when we get to the tipping. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'm being Gaffy in that state,
2: so
1: <laughs> All right. Well, what we, what we do on the. Uh, the Next Generation podcast, we just go straight into the medical room after we've had a bit of a chin wag, like we've just done. So actually the medical updates come out tomorrow, but Hamish Brayshaw is a test for this week. Eric McKenzie probably still two weeks away. Liam Ryan, he's ready to go. Now, he was ready to go last week. No one wants to say at the club, but he was ready to go. Yep. My source is so reliable, and I believe him. And when I saw him at training, he was ready
3: to go.
2: Yep. So How many weeks do we think we'll see him in East Perth, or you reckon he'll come straight back?
1: I, he'll have to come
3: straight. back I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back in the question Sydney. without notice. So why are you basing he'll come straight back? If it was any other rook, like new player, there if, is no way they come straight back. If, in the if team.
1: Jack wasn't injured, I reckon he would have gone back to East Perth. But because of the setup on Swans ground,
3: so we won't well, play a like for like. I we don't go, reckon, I reckon we'll
1: go in with the two tours and the extra small. But we can talk about that later yeah, on when yeah. we get to the Sydney game. Well,
0: I reckon Ryan would s- slot straight back in because he's a mature age player as well. He's not a kid. I so reckon I Archie's,
3: Archie's probably the one that's in Archie Archie's probably, probably the, the one sitting bit. on the fence. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Schofield, is only one week away now. Venables, well, who knows of him. It's still five weeks away from what I saw yesterday. And Darling, as we found out, four to
0: six weeks, guys. Um, but what a great time to actually have a bye. <laughs> You look yeah. at that injury, and it's like <laughs> test one week, test one week, and um, darling, oh. horrible to see him go down, but let's be honest. I was fearing, could this be a venables, Could this be yeah. a knee injury? So, four well, to six. Could, uh, originally, it couldn't have I wasn't could, even sure it
2: was an ankle at first. Like, I thought Achilles when I tried, he was grabbing his leg. That's at exactly
0: what I was looking for, is where he grabbed. And I was like, like slow-mo. I was like, thank God he didn't grab his knee then. Yeah, the because the replay, you couldn't see. You could not see yeah. in that
2: in the replay. He well, he the quick replay I saw, think. I actually thought he'd hyperextended his knee. And that's why I thought, oh, God, you know, you immediately yeah. feel the worst. Of, yeah. well that well, season.
1: I missed a whole lot because I was getting a chop top from the... <laughs> <laughs> I just watched him holding Hello,
3: around that ankle yeah, going... Oh, sorry, I didn't see him like. pop it under him no. and I thought, he's popped an Achilles, he's done.
0: So as far as injuries go... Four to six, you'll take that every time. Yeah, right? that yeah. you would. You know. here's,
3: here's a random question. Me and Ollie were talking about this today. When you talk about... So I'll just use Mackenzie as the example because he's at the top of the list with the two weeks. Is it two weeks or two games? So before we play our next game, is two weeks... So you've got a week leading into the bye, the week after the bye, and then a game. But that's only a one-game scenario. Yeah, I'd say it'd be the weeks.
0: I reckon it'd be the weeks. No, I reckon weeks. I reckon, so if you say two weeks, you, you mean he's going to miss one game.
2: No, 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 no. without a buy, he'd miss two two games. Oh, yeah, but But that's what it means.
0: I would say that means if you say two weeks, two games. And the way I read
1: it, two weeks is he's two weeks before he's deemed fit to play either at East Perth
0: or the Eagles. I'm just going to throw this out here. I do not like this question at all Because all clubs lie about their injuries yeah. And, yeah, now, only, and now and only, there's all mud in the water yeah. here. And and I, I, just, I don't like it like, I thought about it a couple of times yeah, like, so If a player had two weeks
3: and we went He's a straight back into the lineup. He's not going back to Waffle Straight back into the lineup. Two weeks right now as we stand Would that mean he'd be ready for Sydney? Because that's two weeks away
0: so they miss the no. one game or walk. but that's that's I mean, two weeks. I don't oh, you know who it is. Two weeks is fourteen
3: days. It's still fourteen yeah. days. Bang, two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. but that's not how it's written. It's just a different way of looking yeah. at it, I guess.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I see what you mean, but I I've always assumed it to be you know one week is one game, I'm not assuming there's a buy. This is how many you'll miss. But
0: yeah, you know, yeah. I, always I, an I ETA look at it anyway. that way too yeah. myself. Because yeah. two games is I, three in, weeks. You're right yeah. though. Very interesting way it's worded, yeah. isn't it? Like. If oh, you want well, to be super we're, optimistic, we're never going <laughs> to. Yeah,
1: we're, yeah. we're never going to go. No, because uh, the Eagles lied to us anyway. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Weeks or not. So let's get on to the next segment. It's the final siren. All right, we got our tenth win in a row, boys. Um, it's surprising that we got eleven in a row in nineteen ninety six and twelve in a row in nineteen ninety one. So can we beat that?
2: Neither of those years were necessarily great years, though, <laughs> no, they? I'm, not I'm excited there. about them. Well, 91 lost the Hawks in a GF, didn't we?
1: Yeah, it's was a grand final, but yeah, it's but It's a good place
2: to be, though. It's a super it's good place to be. And none hey, of I'd us, rather be
3: 10-1 than 1-10. And, and And tell
2: you what, none of us in this room would have picked that this was a possibility. No. Six, uh, six ten wins ago. in a row. No. Not, not <laughs> nah. at all. For the year, I think <laughs> that's where you're going wrong.
1: The only thing I don't want to see is a North Melbourne fall off oh, did you yeah. see my
3: little response to you last night no when no. you said 10 in a row it was actually 9 so we're better than oh, lock in grand nice. final <laughs> to, to be fair <laughs> I remember
2: having this exact same conversation with Gaffey after the um, North went on that 9-0 run I said they're not playing a brand of football that I think will stand up against the good teams and I remember saying to you I reckon about 4 or 5 wins in we are playing a sub- especially myself I was one that was thinking we weren't going to have the greatest year but straight up after about four wins I said we're playing a sustainable kind of football aren't we a type yeah. of football a brand that can take us deep into the year so I think we're yeah we're going to keep going but, with it
0: but that North Melbourne thing was a completely different scenario I don't know if you remember the commentary back then the footage their fixture was structured where they played no one. In yeah, the exactly, stuff. And exactly. they were always said, will they be tested in the second half of the season? And, and they were. And they were, and they fell away. Yeah. See, that's the opposite with the Was I think our first half of the season has been harder.
3: I Who have think, we got well, to go that we I'm haven't played Devil's yet?
2: Advocate. Yeah, well,
3: that's the top of the ladder that we go.
2: Well, still a so, North or a Collingwood at the moment. I know Collingwood. That, a top I'm not of saying they be, be tough.
0: Would that be better than a Tigers or a GWS uh, or, no, no, or no, an no. Adelaide I, I, or a Giraffe. I don't think that's we'll what lose what a game at we're home. We're playing these great sides already, and we're getting wins. I don't think we'll lose a game at home all year.
2: Was this waving his hands, boys?
1: I, am um, going to be Devil's Advocate here. We've got Sydney coming up.
2: Yep, that would be a way. way.
1: We've got Adelaide coming up. We've got we'll Paul, win Adelaide coming up. Adelaide, both are in Adelaide. We're both Adelaide. yep. Oh, we um, play well against we've both Ohio those Canada. sides. Right. got Giants back here, and we've got Melbourne. They're our biggest test because they're in the top eight. Forget what we've played before. We've beaten them. We've we meet every... What, what's the word? I think we've met what we Challenge. needed to do. We've yeah, met yeah, challenges. Yeah. Yes. We've, we've won them. But if we can beat those five teams in the
0: next eight weeks, we are laughing. But we're in a position where we don't need to beat all those no, teams. No, you're right. Exactly. We only need to beat a handful of teams and win a few home five. games. Like said,
1: it's quickest to qualify the finals. We and then we worry qualified. about Yeah. Now we're going to be qualifying for the top four spot. So we need 16 wins to be a top four team.
3: So yep. we need two more to guarantee finals. So we 12 50, gets you in. 50. Seventeen, but let's look at the Sydney game. Seventeen right?
2: will give us top. Yeah, yeah top let's I think
3: I think Sydney's. going We're probably meant to be reviewing the current game, but anyway, look at the Sydney game at the moment. I actually think we'll probably lose this game. But that being said, Sydney is not playing that well at the SCG. No, Carl that used Carl to be their borders. cauldron. They do not lose. They have not performed well in Sydney. That opens the door. That I think this is a game that's very winnable. It will be very tough. Sydney it's have a lost different ground, three different games shape. This year. But Sydney's not but dominant.
0: I think you learn a lot from your losses as well, and we lost to Sydney. And let's be honest, it was a buddy. French yeah, exactly. You didn't just oh, yeah. lose So to this could be a loss because they're a great side when traveling outside the country. But we could go in with a different structure, and we could quite easily beat Sydney because there's no way we're going to play them like we did round one. No, nah. there's no way. Right. But you roll right well, back
3: to I oh, just before you jump in there, just in the comment you made, you learn a lot from your losses. This game against St Kilda will put the same fear in the players' minds if we did lose. That final quarter, they'll be going, we can't lapse. We can't take our mind off the prize. That was not acceptable. Is that going to have the same impact? That if we'd lost, you could see it's that the same in... mental aptitude. I think, I, reckon, think I, I think you could see that after game. the
0: game. I think you could see them. But the thing that really annoyed him was the Saints game, right... Was that no, was our we the Saints
1: win in the game. So we'll continue on, Saints on the Saints now. game because that's Let's, what we're meant to be talking before about. Before we get on the Saints, I just want to say my thing on Sydney, seeing so we've jumped ahead into Sydney. For us to win there, we've won three out of 17 in 30 years. Yeah. Our game plan, and people might not like it out there if you're listening to this, our game plan is not suited at the moment. The game plan we're playing now is not suited to a small ground. No, it's no, not. No, it's not. It's a handball game. Now, we're the longest kicking team in... I think we're fourth for long kicks in the competition. That's all right. Two kicks and go from end to end. Oh, I'd cool. be surprised with that. So, we,
2: we kick the ball so well. We're kicking but you don't want
1: to get retaining caught. possession. You don't want to get caught chipping the ball every 10 metres because that's where the pressure comes.
3: Right? You also look at the gov with the roll-off.
1: And we're 17th in pressure.
3: Intercept. That's not going to play as much at Sydney because that ball's either going to land in front of him or over his head because of the short ground, yep. you're not going to have the same sort of opportunity.
2: It depends, though. If he's a good player, he'll be able to adapt oh, reckon, yeah. and actually gobble things up. I don't know. I reckon we're playing a pretty possession-dominated game. There's a lot of kicking going on in our... The kicks we're are they taking that are a off. The ratio is, is better than anyone. But we're taking but, the
3: risk yeah. and go... Like, you see some kicks, there's one player in the middle of four, you just go, oh, no!
2: But it hits a perfect yeah, target. Yeah, When uh, you hit that target, it's beautiful. That yeah. kicking, though, has been... Incredible,
0: our oh. skills as well. Efficiency, as and
3: I know Dan loves efficiency. That is my our defense. efficiency has been exceptional. I,
0: I won't look at, but we're jumping ahead. I hate people that talk about stats to say they don't mean anything. I combine the stats and they tell you. So if someone's got heaps of disposals, I immediately have to look at the disposal yeah, efficiency, I agree. Yeah. and that's exactly what I I do. But um, you brought up. I'll get back to what I was saying about South. But we're getting sidetracked again here. You talked about our win loss race rate at SCG we were also talking about playing Port and Adelaide I believe we're six wins out of seven games at Adelaide Oval if you take that stat then that means basically Adelaide Oval against Adelaide and Port
1: lock them lock in yeah but like I've always said stats can be manipulated stats hey, can I, say I whatever you your own like.
0: stat
1: <laughs> alright okay. let's get on to the St. Kilda yeah. game Eagles are uh, 1 just 16-5 101 to 14-4 uh, Kennedy had a day out with six, but so did Membry. He couldn't hit the side of a barn a couple of weeks before, and he kicked six straight. Um, look, they gave us a scare in the last quarter, seven goals to one. They led all the important KPIs, like the inside 50s. It was 48 to 45 to tackle, 68 to 53. Contested possessions, we usually win that count. They won only just. Two. Yeah, it was probably, t- it was yeah, it but, was probably skewed because of the last quarter. It been these stats, last, it? And the clearances, we got smashed. Now, they're only saying seven different, but I was at the game, so were you, Chatty? I think you were too old. Yeah, I was, yeah. We got smashed because we looked slow. And that wasn't just in the last quarter. That was in the third quarter. I was noticing in the first quarter we were slow as. Now, when we were getting the clearances, we were getting a quick handball and then a big kick straight out of the danger zone. The, if we don't do that, we're going to get smashed. The thing for it.
2: me, I, I feel we've been super successful this year because we have brought in all this new blood, all this pace, all this speed. You know, that we talk about your Venables and your Liam Ryan's and and everything like this. I just hope that now the finish line gets a little bit closer. I hope we don't start cramping up and like instead of bringing like a, a Liam Ryan and a Venables and a Petrocelli back, we start going with the the Sheeds and the Hutchings and the Archies. These more these. But these are guys pace. that are in the team right now. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, someone's got to go out if we want to get those guys back in, don't they? If, well, if we want to go with what we've always had, I think we'll, mm. we'll get what we've, you know...
1: But well, let's talk about that. the players that actually play at the game. Kennedy, that was a. he was back to his best, and maybe that's because Jack Darling was on the ground. Mm. Um, I don't know. I, I still think Kennedy's, I think got, Kennedy's got a hit. long
3: way to go. I still he's, think he's got, got he had a, a dominant games. quarter, but he's still a long way off his best.
1: Yeah, well, if, he'll if get he's all better. Have his best
0: uh, competitions. but that, that shows
3: how good a player he is. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's an gonna exceptional get player
0: throughout the season because he had no preseason and he was injured. But um, okay. you okay. hit the nail on the head that membrane couldn't hit the side of a barn. That's what really pisses me off. He was so accurate this game, and to me, that was almost
3: well. If you ask our good friend Butler, Butler, kicking for goal was luck
0: like oh my
2: yes
3: I've seen that I just was, a chance to name drop yeah uh,
2: it was probably remember he was getting <laughs> shots from probably closer to goal than he, but than he has they weren't, been
0: they were a bit acute angles too they weren't yeah, like right in front no, no, and I, he's spraying like when I'm saying spraying I've seen him play a few and he's he's spraying I missed a goal from three meters out yeah, like at Obdis
1: earlier in the year 1-5 1-5 like, five. Five, and he was in the same positions he's got his kicking back because he is a good kick and he was just having an off year, and it just unfortunately happened against us. Uh, Gaffy, Yes, young Gaffey. Um, not the one that's in the studio tonight, but the one that plays on the wing or in the midfield, the as guns. he's been yeah, playing yeah. a lot lately. We've got a question from a listener, from Craig. Um, where is it? I'm trying to find it. I've got the wrong sheet here. He wants to know if Gaffy does decide to go at the end of the year to another club, does Partington
0: take his spot in the team? Well, I don't think he does purely on the reason, as we touched on, Gaff has now been moved on the inside. So why could you not play a Partington on the wing? He didn't have the best game on the weekend, but he's a goal-kicking midfielder and an outside runner. Hasn't got the solid body as like a Redden or a Shoei to be in the guts. But I don't think Gaff being there is holding Partington back at all. Well, he had a second part of the question. He said if Gaff does stay, does
1: Partington ask for a trade back to Adelaide?
2: Um, obviously Gaffy, you are a massive Gaffy lover, only mainly because of the fact you share the same name. name. Um, I think personally Gaff... I, I used to think there was a few notes on Gaff. Yes. He's definitely not a league, but he's definitely an A grader now. I Gaff, Gaff has turned himself into an A grade midfielder. And they don't grow on trees. So, I, once again, I don't think it's holding Partington back either necessarily. I think probably just, uh, there could be a few things, whether it's his attitude, whether it's his, um actual skill level and what he can bring to a game. I mean, he did play some games last year and he didn't set the world on fire, did he? You know, he's a bit of another one-paced midfielder. Mm. Um, if you're going to be a one-paced midfielder, you've got to at least rack up your 30 touches. So for me, Gaff Gaff's signature is more important
3: than Gov. I'm going out there, I'm saying it now. There is currently no one on our list that can fill that void. Will we be able to develop players to play that role? Yes, that's what happens. That's life. If we lose a player, we have to build it. But right now, there is no one on our list that can play that role. All these people that that last year were criticising Gaff, that he's a seagull, he's all outside, he's soft. They're all eating their words now because he's playing inside. He's getting contested possessions. He's kicking goals. He's doing all the things we want. He is A-grade. By the end of the season, he will be elite.
1: You've just said uh, people are eating their words, but they're talking about somebody else now, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, You want to have a say say on Gaffy,
0: mate? Well, I just you know, agree completely. Like, the Gov and Gaff scenario has been spoken about so much, but Gaff is the one to me we can't lose. He's inside, he's outside, and as far as I'm concerned, he's an All-Australian. Like, this year, again, like, second time All-Australian, and he's our only All-Australian midfielder, and people mention Yo, but he was actually on the bench as a utility more of the half-back. Um, he's leading our disposals, he's leading our metres gained, and what he got slammed for before was not kicking goals, but he's kicking a goal every couple of games now, so he's added that to his game.
1: And he was the first person to say that. He said he needed to kick more goals yeah. earlier in the start of the year, and he's doing it. But the, the team gave him a role, and he played that role.
3: Yeah. Yeah, now they're giving him a new thing. role, and he's, and he's expanding that role. Uh, and
1: he yes, was 800,000 at the start of the year, and he's up to... Yeah, he's probably up he's to his definitely price, up yeah.
2: To... I mean, it's a well and good though... You say last year, he was, well in the previous season he was given a role on the outside. Yes. But the problem is, you would still find yourself on the inside, whether you liked it or not. And, and he did struggle there. You know, when it came to a one-on-one well inside the contest, that's where Gaff would lose a contest. His kicking was average, uh, and he didn't kick enough goals. So it was all and good the team They gave him this role, but no, he's definitely upped his game this and, year.
1: And the on one it. thing I found surprising, at the start of the year, we have champion data... We had six elite players and Gaffy wasn't in one. No, but I mean elite. Uh, elite reserved for the top bracket. He will be elite next year in the champion data. Yeah,
2: if he continues on the way. He's, he's had going. more impact this year alone than Dangerfield, Dusty, Kelly. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to necessarily like, disagree, but you got to do it for a whole year, bro, oh, yeah. just. I got uh,
0: slammed around. for this. I compared Dusty Martins and Gaffs like possessions. Disposals, disposals efficiency, and compared them from last season in his Brownlow year, and they were identical except for Gaff was a better kick. Mm. Yeah, Dusty obviously is. impacts the scoreboard more, obviously, so that's where he got Dusty's a beast. But I got yeah. slammed for that. See, that's where the
2: I think because so he's got tattoos and he's got a different haircut. That's yeah, all it is. Tats, uh, tats. The, the stats can sort of be <laughs> misshrunken in some way. You know, the same <laughs> place. Where Dusty might pick up the ball and just be able to fend off three or four and run through. Gap, Gap may have never won the that. ball in Remember the Remember back the first in the day
1: when so. we used to all play, you had blonde tipped hair and white boots. Mm-hmm. Now every second player's got that, so you have to sand out a bit more. That's the way I see it.
2: <laughs> well, this is it. Well, even, everyone's um,
1: got tattoos. Shane, Shane Crawford said that anyway. Uh, look, I want to talk about a player that's been very. Oh, I don't even know what the word is here, but. Maligned Ostracised Very maligned Ostracised Fans get
2: We're not even sure Who this player is (laughs) yet
1: Well you you do Josh Kennedy Oops Nah It's about time Someone spoke uh, up (laughs) (laughs) And people Sometimes speak What they think And they get Blasted for it Because It's Lewis Jetta
3: Yeah Yeah Where where does he sit boys? For me I was I was severely Disappointed In his game This week His efficiency Wasn't bad his disposal count wasn't bad, his body but you go back to this game last year with the Indigenous round. He was exceptional. This game lifted him. He played really well. I didn't like his, and I use the word effort. And I think the problem is probably what came off TNG this week. If you say bad things about Jetta, you're racist. Yeah, that's horrible. Like I, nothing to do with his skin colour. These comments yeah, nothing to do with it. When he's got the ball and delivers it well, it's exceptional. His second efforts are non-existent. His body language and his defensive pressure is just not there. Right now, to be honest, I'd rather give Frankie Watson a go in that role.
0: Yep. All right. This is where, yep. and I, I think I'm going to be alone here. This whole thing actually it's just me right off. And... You've got Jenner, right, and you spoke about his disposal f- officially 70%. wasn't bad. Touched the ball 18 times. Had four contested possessions. Two tackles. Let's take him out for Watson. Do you guys know how well Nelson did on the weekend?
2: Nelson well see Nelson is a different beast
0: completely no, Nelson and this is the thing people make excuses for him he's not a lockdown defensive player he yeah, had nine touches nine, yeah. he had nine touches one contested 89% yeah. so efficiency I'm oh, not you know, disagreeing had, with you Dan you know, I'm not yeah, disagreeing nine, with no. you yeah. and mm-hmm. he turned over so statistically he turned it over probably more or equal to Jetta, that game. But if you only get one contested possession, you're not playing a lockdown position on a player because... Well, well you might be, but you're not you're winning loose. any is. Yeah, yeah, you're loose. You're off. But, that's... but everyone wants to mention Jetta. No, that's good that you say that, but the only thing that's saving Jetta is guys like Nelson. But that's my point. We're talking about bringing in someone else, and uh, it's, no, it's no. not just on this podcast. Uh, yeah. so like, I'm talking about in, in general... No, we just did. We said bring in Frankie Watson. The, the oh, problem with uh, Jeddah, I said yeah, that. Yeah, but and it, that's what I'm saying. It's something I'm seeing on social media a lot. Where I want to strengthen the side. Yes, I want more out of Jeddah. I agree with that 100%. Because he's X-Factor. He's exposure. He can win games off his own boot. Oh, yeah. He didn't do that that game. His skill is exceptional. But he's not the droppable player, in my opinion. Nelson would be the droppable player, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. But yet, Jeddah's the one on the chopping block. There, there, and being slammed on
1: social media. There's a couple that'd be on the chopping block before Jeddah. But the fact is, Jeddah's body language on the ground, and it was prevalent in the week before, he gave off a, um, a ball to Marston. Marston wanted to give it back, and he turned he turned away from it. Yeah. And to me, that's just a shocking look. And I'm just seeing it too much from Jeddah. Now, it is obviously something not, not right. He Maybe he's not feeling the role that he's playing, or maybe he's not enjoying football. But like you said, when he's on song, he is electric. And that game, as Gaffy brought up, when you heard the first possession he got, the crowd went nuts. It was loud. Can, People want to love him, And that, yeah. and that
0: was it. because yeah, he's got that X factor. Yeah, as a I mean, oh, we don't see it enough. I, I, I do admit that. But I find his average games, he gets... Like slammed for because he didn't. Dominate. Yeah, it's a good but kick. Thing, too, anyway. Oh, he is, and he that's said about attitude. Let's speak about a complete different team and complete different player. Let's speak about Richo. <laughs> Richo, yeah, he was the biggest sook. He was a sook if things didn't go his way. He sook his on-ground attitude was terrible, but he's known as one of the greats. Richmond knowing him as one of the greats. So to me, body language. Is overrated as long as what you're doing on the field Jack is Reebok, reflecting. Yeah, his, ex- that's a perfect example of what I mean. They, body language sometimes, even Hogan a little bit last year, but he doesn't do it this year. Body language can just almost, people see it like you've seen it at the game. And I've seen you're it every four weeks right, in a row, but Dan. Yeah, but you've got every right to be angry at that. But as long as he's doing his job, I don't care what his body language is like. And that's like Richo. Richard I don't feel language. he is doing his job. But, I don't, I don't. I don't think he is either,
1: because. So, ever so Actually, I'll t- I take that back. I don't know what his role is. He's playing off a halfback, and he's he's getting. Eighteen touches though is
2: borderline. Eighteen touches is
3: borderline for doing. Are job we holding job him to a higher, to higher expectation? Standard, yeah.
0: maybe that's it. I, I think that's, that's exactly what I, my point is, and that's why I'm getting a bit touchy with it. So i look is at Nelson. Nelson's
3: delivering what I expect Nelson to deliver. I love this man. This no, is good.
0: I, want, I want more. <laughs> I, I want more out of Nelson. But
3: Nelson, like I that, love Nelson, Nelson I is so just fun. the mongrel we've got down back. Like he's the Bo water.
2: He's the guy that slots himself in that hole. And when someone needs to get a knee in the back, unfortunately, that's Nelson that's going to be standing well, in that hole. It's did, you like, hard to did you like? Did you like Bo
3: Waters early on in his career?
0: I love Bo Waters. He was horrible. (laughs) Horrible. I don't know if I'm too young to remember when he first started, but I just love Bo Waters. He would kick it
3: to the crowd more uh, than players. And it's true. He would sit himself in the hole. But you you couldn't question his courage. Even
0: later in his career, he was (laughs) He would run
3: through you. He would destroy you. He'd be the first man in a fight. He has. Hello, Nelson.
0: All right. Uh, uh, I know just for Waters... I'm pretty confident he has, since they brought in the GPS's on the jumpers, run the most kilometres during a game out of any Eagles, Bo Waters. Yeah, he was, but it was a half-four. You wouldn't have
3: picked Yeah, that, they talked you? about on on chat. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because well, well, they
3: had a bet and Butler well, my,
2: go, my good we, mate uh, Butler. Yeah, like One <laughs> thing about um, Jeddah, there was a thing on, on Facebook today when it showed he ran basically the full length of the field and kicked a goal in a prelim final, I don't know, let's say it was five years ago. And that Jetta seems a long way removed from that and Jetta that, we have That had. is
1: what everyone wants to see week in, week in, uh, week in, week out. And that's probably why he's got high expectations. We could sit around here in a circle all night and talk about players and what their roles are and what we can get out of them. We all see things differently. But at the end of the day, is probably in too high expectations because of that run down the wing with Oli behind him.
2: Yep, that was a um,
1: GF. Um, totally different it? game plan, totally different. Mm-hmm. Nelson's going to be held different because he's young, and they're going to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's got that mongrel in him. I love it. He's going to make mistakes, but he has to curb his disposal. Uh, Archie, I haven't seen the best of him. I'm not sold on him. I'd never was. I love the his start. overhead so, marks. Um, about to say. And he's, he's a good, he's good, hands, he's so good. But, but when he at, does get the opportunity, at the end gold. of the day, we're all going to have different uh, opinions on him. Um, so if we're going to talk about players, let's go to our next segment. But can I
0: just... just I think I'll get these stats wrong too. Seven players on that game so against St Kilda had more ball than Jetta only 7 on the field and I don't think Nelson laid one single tackle he didn't before
3: you before finish off on this like we've kind of bagged Jetta a little bit you need to mention some players that we did like there's got to be like this is I think leading into your next segment but like Players like Hearn, exceptional. Oh, my God. Players like Shep. Shep keeps going under the radar. Okay, wait, speaking speak no, about no, under let's, the radar, let's, though. Let's, Lycett. You, you wanted Lycett, he
2: it it. So played yeah, so well. But you we wanted it to bring up an uh,
0: argument and, no, no, in a segment a bit later. Sorry, <laughs> can we almost save that for your segment later? Because you wanted to talk about, you know, all Australian possibilities. Yeah, we'll say that to later. Because, yeah, the players so, you're again, going to mention could uh, be on one of that.
1: Let's get on to the next segment.
0: The revolving door. All the stats that matter at the Royals.
1: So the boys at East Perth, we look at the stats that matter. Did anyone impress to push up for the Eagles? Because we got the bye. No one can play this week. But we'll look ahead, guys, once we've just gone over the stats, at who we think might play in the second half of the year. Uh, Partington had another good display, 27 disposals, same as Ainsworth, 27. Mudeva stepped up a bit. Watson, he's averaging around about 20 over the last three weeks. Oscar Allen, he's had a few good weeks, but as we were talking off there, he's uh, played back line this week, uh, a bit strange. Petricelli had one goal, but I heard from all accounts that he wasn't Explosive, he was. But sixteen he, he disposals for
2: Petrucelli is far different to sixteen disposals for say a, four goals a, or something. A Partington do you know yeah. what I mean? They are very different disposals. So,
1: um,
3: but yeah. if you've got Liam Ryan available, are you taking Ryan or are you taking Petrucelli No, I oh, you Ryan. take
1: Liam Ryan. Yeah. Mm. Um, McInnes, he's he's following up last.
3: You year love years. McInnes. Well, look,
1: he's the the only playing I like if, if
3: McInnes is a stopgap.
1: Yeah. The, the reason I like him is that he's an insurance player, right? And he does his role. He's not flary. He just comes on, comes in and does his role. At East Perth, he's probably too good to play Waffle, but not good enough to play AFL.
3: But there's a lot of those players out there. There is and a lot. Please, if any massive fans of McInnes or McInnes family members are listening <laughs> this, I'm not being rude to McInnes, but McInnes only plays if Lycett or Nananui aren't available. And he yeah. knows that. We cannot play. And like you suggested going, let's play three ruck forwards. No, we did that. It failed. Don't do it again. Now, there's
1: a lot of people not playing with two. He's but. called the workhorse for a reason because he works his butt off, and it shows at least Perth. Oh look, he's an exceptional um, waffle player. He, we, we, we talked off air who we'd, we well actually we'll bring it up later on. He's one guy that you could look at pushing to another club because he could play at another club. Yeah, I think he, needs I mean? an he has got. got oh, I guess we do have got Vardy We've as, got well.
2: as well. A Was Vardy on managed minutes or what? A
0: langer you got? Val- Was Vardy on
2: managed a minutes? Because his stats will vary. Oh, four
0: exposures. Right. Yeah, no, I don't think so. 24 hit-outs. Last week so was I think s- he was out there for a majority of the time. He just can't get them. La- last week was the same head about the... He mirror,
2: got a goal. Mirror. Good goal.
1: I saw that. You, you can't bring him into
2: a side if you're only getting four touches.
1: He, he can't force he got a goal. In. Mm-hmm. No. You, you play Brandy before you played Vardy. Yeah,
3: Vardy's... Farty is now a long way off because we've got our first choice, Rugman.
1: And I know Brand is a favourite of Dan. He loves him. He talks about him all the time. He gave him a good uh, talk about him, but since then he's fallen off the perch. What's happened, Dan?
0: Well, Brand, to me, won't come in until Waterman comes out of formal or retires, and he's not. So he can't fill well, in we'll for... Or retires. Di- we're we're retires. <laughs> tires. <laughs> tires. Yeah, tires. Can't fill yeah. in for darling? Well, he can, but like... We already had a tall forward line. We've got Liam Ryan to come back. Probably got Maston coming back. We've got Shuey coming back. We've got this list here. I wouldn't bring anyone in. Maybe Watson for Nelson. But to me, this list, no matter how they performed, the players we've got coming back in from injury. Ainsworth had a good game. Ainsworth had an okay game. I want to see more but run. I've heard his disposal efficiency was worse. And as I said, Shuey is coming in. So would you bring in Ainsworth instead of Shuey? No, I wouldn't. But, like,
1: we're in a good spot because the only way to get into the Eagles is through injury. Yeah. Basically. And that's in a good that's a good way to have your team. But if you just say I'm just looking at uh, Darling this week, they're either gonna go a tall or a small. So off that list, the small is obviously gonna be Liam Ryan. I'd say I'd go a tall? small. I'd say they wouldn't go another tall. But what happens if they did? If they say they decide to go a tall, you have to pick
0: a tall, who would you put? Well, I'll put Brander, I mean, it has but to they, be Brander, they, yeah, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't put a third ruckman but in. But why there. does it have to be Brander? But, but why, why does it, why it have Matthew to be Allen? At all? well, well, but, but is Matthew Allen? Well, like,
3: for me, my, my notes have got it's a coin flip between Allen and Brander. Brander's got the runs on the board in the waffle this this year's season. Yep, but the last couple of weeks he's been a bit off. Does that mean he's a bit tired and give Allen a crack? When Allen came in for that AFLX. His intensity and ferocity yeah, was up. exceptional. Matthew yeah. Allen, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, Matthew Allen,
3: he was he was exceptional, and he like was. I wouldn't be too worried about bringing him in. He's the player that they want to replace Kennedy when Kennedy goes.
2: We've got to remember though. So Brandon whether he's good enough, that's I a have a not the stats in front of me. That's interesting Brander is about one ninety five though, whereas um, your Oscar Allens are one ninety one, similar to Darling. But Brandon and Matthew Allen are both. Big, big. You know they're taller mm-hmm. than Kennedy. Whereas Allen's only a one. I see
1: it totally different because to me Matthew Allen, he's on the chopping block. He's been on the list five years. Uh,
2: half yeah, the I know. He's, he's never had, really had a he's one. He's had eight injuries, 80. but when
1: when is enough enough? And when is yep. And if if you're not dominating, well, this is the way I see it, right? If you've been on the list four years and, and I'm gonna, and yep. I'm going to say like Malcolm Carpenter right? And he's injured at the moment, so it's not his fault. But you've been on the list four to five years, and you if you're not dominating at waffle level... Then you, you've then to to Yeah, I don't disagree cut, with that, yeah. Yep. Right? And I can go through this list, and I'll say, I said it last week, Rotham, he's in that position. Yeah. I'd say Matt Ellen's in that position. I'd even say Taya Bayok, even though he signed... And was upgraded. Category B but he's not, no. he's on the scene Oh he's been the... upgraded. Yeah, right? it's only eight disposals, quick. you know, that's uh, M- Mc is another one, like I said he's one of my favourites, he's a workhorse, but he's oh. one of the guys that's on the chopping block. So that's McInnes what is currently at. on the rookie list. So. But we're talking about forwards. So let's yeah, just... well, let's I'm just talking about what we see in the second half of the year. Can we see any of these players playing and will some of them even be on the list at the end of the year? Because some of them won't be.
0: But we're getting distracted because the question, was the forward line? We've got Waterman. We've got Josh Kennedy still up there. We've got Lecrae, who's actually quite tall for a small. And we got Lyson and we're arresting a Ruckman. So I don't think, that's why I'm saying I wouldn't bring a tall in. I'd bring a Liam Ryan. He's not a kid. If he's ready to go, he's a mature age body, bring him in. Uh, we all agree that you'd bring Liam Ryan in. Yeah. Especially against Swans.
1: But you never know our match committee. And I only put up the tall as what happens if they went a tall and who who would it be? And I think we're all different. You've said Brandy. You've said Brander. You
2: uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Brander, actually. All right. I mean, well, Oscar I'm Allen, the... if we don't think Oscar Allen's ready, Oscar Allen will be the closest light for light in regards to height for... Yeah. Um, for Jack Darling, so it depends which where you are want to go. But do we want to bring in Liam Ryan and Oscar Allen? We've all all agreed that we want Liam Ryan in. So do we just go Ryan, yeah. Ryan in,
0: for, can, um, the we've Darling? Got, we've got tools. That's, that's my point. And we in. push. Um, so
2: um, Waterman's the same height as Darling, so push Waterman into the uh, the Jack Darling role. Yeah, and shuffle exactly. From there. We've
0: got it because I remember when Liam Ryan went down, they talked about it being very tall with Waterman still there. And it worked. So, darling gone, we're still a tall forward line, you know? We're just injecting another youth. And we all know Rioli is just such a star. He pushes up a lot. So he doesn't have to sit in the 450 the whole time either, you know? So... I yep. think we're in perfect position, even sadly with Darling, you know, one of my favourite players this year, out, I think it opens the door with these players that are coming in. From we probably
2: him. would look a bit more dynamic with just uh, Darling out, Liam Ryan in, rather than going yeah. Yeah. a more sort of, and that's you assume stay go. at home like a brand. Sure, yeah.
1: Well, I reckon um, we'll go on, quickly move on to another segment, but before we go, I just want to quickly touch on the guys that are playing reserves. I don't understand how AFL players can be playing the reserves at waffle level, but Ryan Burroughs, we took him with our first pick. Fremantle to compare took Banfield with their yeah. first pick. Yeah, I know. And they're Anderson. oceans apart from each other. Yep. Alango, he's a development player. Well, he's a and throw
3: at data dartboard a dart and hope it sticks. Yeah. I have no drama with the Lango. Burrows, I don't know what they were thinking. Are these
2: Are
0: these stats you've written down
2: correct? They're playing in reserves, and he managed four disposals in reserves, and Alango seven disposals in reserves.
0: Yeah. 20 hits. They're, they're, so they're right. right. No. No. Yeah, last no week guys. he had...
2: Lango's only been playing no. footy for 12 months. Yeah. That's still, you're in reserves, you're not even in waffle. You're a step up from Colts, you know. That's, uh, you should be... But he didn't play
0: footy. They,
1: they both had better and, games last week. Both averaged about 15, and a goal each, so... Who knows? It was a good game. They only, I think they lost by two points. So. Yep. Anyway, we're going to go on to a big section here now where we're going to have a lot to talk about, boys.
0: It's the mid-season review with the boys from The Next Generation and Joe Footy!
1: And because I'm expecting the this segment to go for a while we're going to split up this is going to be part one so if you want to hear the mid-season review listen in and download part two which will be the next generation and the go footy boys talking about the mid-season review and under the pump